Take your podcast or online ministry to that next level of impact and income by simply knowing how to identify your audience. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo-jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what is going on, Current Christian family? It is Alec here. I'm just uh, chilling in the car. This is another one of those car inspirational recording episodes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in this episode, I really want to dive uh, deeply into talking about the importance of really understanding your audience. And the main reason why I'm bringing this up is because I've spoken with hundreds of podcasters and many people who are running their own individual online ministries and one of the repeated topics that I see come up time and time again is this topic of understanding our niche. It's, it seems like such a, an important role, an important foundation that will essentially support the thing that you're creating. Um, and, you know, without having like a solid foundation, I actually had heard a story from a pastor, uh, Pastor Rick Warren. He was talking about how his father used to help build churches, like church buildings, like actual church buildings. And they would spend summers doing that together. And when he, when Rick Warren was a kid and he was first starting off building these uh, church buildings with his father, they would spend months just smoothing out dirt, digging holes and laying the foundation. And they're like, and he's like, dad, you know, the summer's almost over and we've all we've done is just make a really pretty ground. Like, <laughs> how are we, you know, going to follow through on making this, building this church building? Like, we have people that are expecting it done at a certain date, and that's coming up really quick. And we spend most of the time uh, just laying the ground. And he's like, yeah, that's right. You know, we spend most of the time laying the groundwork. Uh, you know, if, if, you, if you mess that up, anything you build afterwards can just come tumbling down, and then you're back at square one. He's like, so we, we spend most of the time just laying the foundation because once that's right, you know, whatever you build on top of it is going to last. And shoot, if you ever wanted to <laughs> kind of change what you built on top of it, you'll be able to do so knowing that it was built on top of a solid foundation. And when it comes to our ministries or our podcasts, anything that we do online, making sure that what we build has a solid foundation is super crucial. And I'd argue that that foundation is comprised of knowing who it is you want to serve, who it is that you want to lead and impact and take on this journey of transformation to lead them to a better place than they are right now. So I've also studied um, a whole bunch of different like courses and read different books, online trainings. Like I just love diving into this stuff of how people build successful companies and their own ministries or social media pages and there's this like repeated thing time and time again, where the first step that everyone takes people through is uh, pausing to take a moment and reflect and really try to identify who the audience is that we want to impact. And I think like a beautiful example of knowing one's audience and who they want to impact is shown through Marcy's uh, podcast. So Marcy Bursak, she 
runs this like amazing podcast informing parents or soon to be parents, but not soon to be because they're going to be giving birth to kids, rather soon to be because they're going to be adopting kids. And not just kids who are like in an orphanage or even like young babies or things like that. Like she helps people adopt children who are in foster care because a lot of us know that we can foster children, but not a lot of us know that you can also adopt those those foster kids as well. And she leads people through a podcast and I'll actually show a clip right now of her just kind of like talking about her show and what inspired her to help parents adopt foster kids. It's just amazing. Alec, it's such an interesting question to be asked why it's important to have a focused theme or audience for a podcast, because I have to kind of pause and, and look back at why did I do it this way? And when I think about the Forgotten Adoption Option podcast focusing on adopting children waiting in foster care, I can see this common thread where the concept really bloomed because I was having friends of friends in my home to explain this foster care adoption process, all because my husband and I had adopted a biological sibling pair, and we were pretty public about that journey on a blog. And then during the pandemic, I felt called to take these conversations and scale them into a book which is titled The Forgotten Adoption Option. So after the book published, I was kind of toying with this idea of a podcast and a coworker who had adopted through foster care posed this question. She said, well, why not just try it and see what happens? So I thought, okay, let's do this. So I did it and I began interviewing adoptive parents and adoptive children. And my husband and my two adoptive children have actually been guests on my podcast. And by exploring the podcast world, what I found was that people were listening. They were curious about this topic and they were sending my podcast on to friends and family who were considering adoption or have been adopted through foster care. So when I think about the topic that I've chosen to adopt children through foster care, my topic is really my life's mission that is kind of woven through things. And it's really about my why. And that's so that I can help people find and become forever families for the 115,000 U.S. children that are waiting to be adopted through foster care. So as you can see from Marcy's story there, just everything she shared about her podcast and what inspired her to basically lead this audience, you can see that a lot of the times the the audience of people that we want to impact, it it comes from like almost this core story or this moment in our lives. And when we start building things, when we start taking the first step on this journey, it's often because of that moment. It inspired us to move and take action. But then as we continue to take more and more steps, a lot of the times we lose sight of that. And I think like a good place for anyone to go to in order to feel inspired to really define who it is that they want to impact is to go back to that moment. Like I know for me, I didn't feel like I was doing a lot like I was when I was starting up the current Christian ministry and now I'm leading the digital ministry mastermind program when I was getting out of school it was like I felt like I was studying to go down this path that I wasn't passionate about and knowing that no matter which path I would take in life whether it was a path of doing the career that I went to school for or trying to go down this like down this road that like I've never really seen before never really traveled down before but just knew I felt like God was like leading me to that road of starting like an online ministry and no matter which path I was going to take 
there's an illusion that like one path will have less challenges than the other. Like, no, they both are going to have challenges. You're, you're going to experience struggles no matter which path you take. So with that in mind, I was like, well, I may as well go down the path where I feel like God is like leading me towards because shoot, if I'm going to be facing struggles either way, I may as well just be going to the place that I feel passionate about. I feel like God really wants me to go, you know, instead of just doing something where I feel like I'd kind of be like compromising in a sense. And I think from that place, like that really inspired me to, to do this journey. And I want to help others who are doing that as well. Cause like the beginning part is fun. It's an, you're excited, you're joyous, and then time goes on and your patience is getting tested and your faith is being stretched. And when you're in a spot on this journey where it's like, you don't want to be doing it alone. It's kind of like, that's why I'm sort of like putting out this content to help people who are in those spots, or at least if you're not there in that spot yet, which I feel like a lot of us eventually get to, um, you know, you'd be able to kind of have this as a tool to help you when you get there. And there's so many different things when it's like, so imagine, you know, me knowing that and knowing the quality of content or the type of content to put out versus just trying to put out general content for Christians, you know, Christian content. We can talk about Hmm. We could talk about Easter, talk about the rapture. We could talk about, um, is hell a physical place? We can talk about what did Jesus actually write in the dirt when the, when the, you know, the crowds were threatening to stone the woman. But with all the stuff that I've told you beforehand of like helping other Christians who are on this journey, who have started something, who are on this path of feeling like that's where God is like leading them. You know, now the content is very different you know, the strategies being shared is also very different. And the context of things too is a bit different as well. Like for example, I know for my ideal audience, I could say something along the lines of like, hey, you know, you should be doing less work. And it's like, what? Less work? No, most of the time it feels like we need to do more work. It's like, well, yes and no. Because I'm telling you to do less work because, you know, if you're in a position like me, you're probably doing work in a lot of areas that isn't bearing a lot of fruit. You know, you could probably cut out a good portion of the things that you're doing, focus it more in one specific area and go all in on that. And you'll find that you've got more energy and you're getting way more done and it's being way more productive, producing way more fruit. You know, because I know my audience, I know I can tell them to do that versus, you know, some people, there's some people out there who just, who aren't doing the work. And then I, all, all I got to say is like, you know, kick yourself in the butt, get that body moving and just start doing. So just start doing, making progress and moving. And then while you got that momentum, then you can, you know, reflect on, okay, well, which things should I do that's going to produce the most fruit? But when you know your audience, you're able to say those messages. And it also really helps you to, like I had hinted at before, create the content that you know is going to be impacting them. So to kind of paraphrase what I've been talking about so far, the foundation of your ministry, of your podcast, anything you're doing and building, it's built on understanding who it is that you want to impact and lead. Second thing is when you are starting to think about who your demographic is, who your audience is, who, you know, your ideal audience, perfect customer, whatever, who, when you're thinking about who they are, go back to remember that memory of what inspired you to start this in the first place.
And secondly, I didn't get to this part yet, but be specific. Um, I, I always use this analogy where when it comes to like picking your, your audience, if you were to write like your, if you were to describe your, your audience and you were to say, oh, they are Christian moms, for example. And it's like, okay, and? It's like, no, nah, it's content. You know, if you're a Christian mother, this is for you. And it's like, oh, well, that's fairly broad. And you'd think like, well, no, it's not that broad. And it's like, okay, well, let's say your podcast is for single Christian mothers. You better bet the content's going to be very different than talking to just Christian mothers. Or let's say it's elderly single Christian mothers. You know, they may actually be grandparents, technically. That content is going to be even more different than just talking to Christian mothers. And further down, even, even more, um, single Christian grandmothers who are looking to start dating again in the Christian community. Boom. You know, like, whoa, now it's like, okay, an episode on that podcast and an episode on just a Christian mother podcast, it's like, that's going to be a very drastically different. And when you know that content and who you're speaking to, it's like, man, think about how powerful that is to create a message for a single Christian grandmother who's looking to start dating again. Like creating content for that specific type of person, you know it's going to be focused. And another example you can think of, like if you can't, if you were to describe your spouse or your best friend in the same fashion that you describe your audience, would you, do you think other people would believe that they're your spouse or your best friend? <laughs> so for example, if I said like, if I'm like, yeah, my audience, which like, don't judge me here. This is actually what I used to say my audience was. Christians, Christian men and women. And I'm like, wait, well, a leader, Christian, uh, Christian men and leader, <laughs> Christian men and women leaders. That's who I, that's who my audience is. And it's like, okay. And if someone would be like, oh man, you're, man, when are you going to be, um, you know, getting married to your fiance? Actually, you know, tell me a bit about them. I'd be like, oh yeah, they're a Christian. They lead and, and they're, a, they're a woman. They are a woman. Someone would be like, that's all, you, <laughs> that's all you're going to say for describing your fiance? You know, someone would be like, I'm, I doubt that, you know, you really know that person that well, if that's the only way you can describe them. So that's kind of like, uh, litmus test right there that you can do for yourself. Like if you don't think you could describe your audience the same way that you could describe your spouse or best friend, then it means you, it means you got to go back to the drawing board and work it out. And the reason why is because like I said before, it is that foundation. It's going to keep you moving strong. So I hope that this was a great friendly reminder or an inspiration for you to go to the drawing board and narrow in that audience. Cause from all the people I've spoken with, you know, a lot of us struggle with it. I'm still, I'm still further like molding my own understanding of my audience and, you know, just like any human being, you know, that's what happens. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope it inspired you. If you liked it, if you listened this far, please subscribe and rate this podcast. It would really help get this message out to other people. Um, and yeah, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? 
If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.